Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to sixty speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com/ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and/or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's a l l b i r d s dot com code super twenty four. Today in science from Wired. Twenty twenty was a breakout year for CRISPR. Between glimpses of a medical cure and winning science's shiniest prize, this proved to be the gene editing technology's biggest year yet. By Megan Molteni. It'll be difficult to remember 2020 as anything other than the year COVID-19 drew the world to a socially distant standstill. But while thousands of life scientists switched their focus to try to understand how the novel coronavirus wreaks havoc on the human body, and others turned their labs into pop-up test facilities, the field of CRISPR gene editing just kept right on going. Now, it didn't just keep going, it triumphed. And here are five of the mostly coronavirus-free breakthroughs in the CRISPR sphere that you might have missed in 2020. Number one, CRISPR takes on blood diseases. Victoria Gray is a 34-year-old sickle cell disease patient, and last summer doctors in Tennessee injected her with billions of her own stem cells that some scientists in Massachusetts had reprogrammed with CRISPR to create healthy blood cells. This all sounds like a movie I might have watched as a kid about the future, doesn't it? Well, the infusion took hours, but it made her the first American with a heritable disease to be treated with this experimental gene editing technology. And it appears to be working. See, this July, Victoria celebrated a year of being symptom-free. That's awesome. And in December, a team including researchers from the two companies that developed the treatment, CRISPR Therapeutics and Vertex Pharmaceuticals, they published results from a clinical trial that are looking really promising. See, they're also treating patients in Germany who suffer from a related disease called beta-thalassemia. And in both groups of patients, the treatment seems to be pretty safe. And so far, it's totally eliminated the need for regular blood transfusions. Mm, But it's still too soon to say how long the effects will last. So let's not call it a cure just yet. But the consequences could be huge. Sickle cell disease and beta thalassemia are among the most common genetic disorders caused by mutations to a single gene, affecting millions of people worldwide. 
Okay, back to the list. Number two is the stable of gene-edited animals is growing. For thousands of years, people have been modifying the DNA of our closest furry and feathered friends by breeding animals to produce the most desirable traits. But with CRISPR, you don't have to wait generations to make significant genetic changes. This year, researchers welcomed a bunch of world-first barnyard creatures. And among them are pandemic-proof pigs. They have cells that have been edited to remove the molecular lock and key mechanism that different respiratory viruses use to infect them. And now we have chickens, too, that have been crispered to make them impervious to a really common bird disease that's caused by the avian leukosis virus. And this one is totally crazy to me. Scientists at UC Davis birthed a black bull calf in April whose genome made it so that 75% of his future offspring, rather than the natural 50%, will be male. This little guy's name is Cosmo, and he's the first CRISPR knock-in bovine. And he's proof that one day making all-male beef herds could be possible. Why, though? Well, you see, female beef cattle convert feed to protein less efficiently, so in theory, this approach could mean fewer animals on the land and could make it a win-win for both the ranchers and the environment. Now, back in 2017, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration decided that they were going to regulate changes made by CRISPR and other molecular tools as animal drugs, and that made the future of gene editing in agricultural animals a bit unclear. But on December 21st, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which regulates similar changes but only in crops, and they're much more lenient when they do, they announced a proposal that they would take charge of overseeing the gene editing in animals bred for food, just like the plants. And if this move goes through, it could make it much easier for breeders to bring their crispered cows and chickens and pigs and sheep to market in the U.S. Okay, so number three, disease detectors hit the market. For the past few years, startups spun out of CRISPR patent rivals UC Berkeley and the Broad Institute have been just rushing to develop commercial diagnostics that didn't need expensive lab instruments. And the idea is to use CRISPR's programmable gene-seeking capabilities to pick up bits of foreign genetic material, like from a virus or a bacteria or a fungus that's just kind of floating in a sick person's bodily fluids and deliver those results through something that looks like a pregnancy test. Tests made with disposable paper strips are cheap, and they can go into the field or into people's homes, and that totally expands their reach by a lot. The pandemic actually sped up the need for tests just like this. This summer, the FDA authorized two CRISPR-based tests, both for detecting SARS-CoV-2. Sherlock Biosciences, based out of Boston, got the go-ahead for their test in May. And the Bay Area's Mammoth Biosciences got theirs in August. And that's the first time the FDA has allowed a CRISPR-based diagnostic tool to be used on actual patients. Now, the tests still have to go to a lab to be analyzed, of course, but they're faster than the standard method for detecting SARS-CoV-2. That's called PCR, which usually takes like four to eight hours to run. The new tests return results in about an hour, so both companies are currently working to make versions of the tests that people can do at home. The CEO of Mammoth Biosciences is Trevor Martin, and earlier this summer he told Wired, before the pandemic, there was a lot of general excitement about the potential of next-generation diagnostics to decentralize the testing industry, but there was still a lot of inertia. 
He went on to say that the coronavirus shocked the industry out of it. He said, things that would have taken years are now things that must be done in months. Okay, number four. Mitochondria joined the genome editing party. So CRISPR can go in and just make these precise cuts to the genomes of pretty much any organism on the planet. But mitochondria, that's the nanofactory in the cells that produces energy, they have their own DNA that's separate from the rest of the genome. And until recently, this DNA targeting tool couldn't make changes to that genetic code coiled up inside the mitochondria. Now, I think most of us remember, probably from junior high science, maybe even elementary, that we inherit our chromosomes from both our parents, right? But you only get mitochondrial DNA from your mom. And if there's any mutations in that mitochondrial DNA, it can cripple the cell's ability to generate energy. And that leads to debilitating and often fatal conditions. And this happens to about one in every 6,500 people. Scientists have tried preventing mitochondrial disease. They do this procedure called three-person IVF, where they swap out one egg's mitochondria for another. But that process is actually banned in the U.S. This summer, though, scientists in Seattle and Boston published a study showing they had discovered a way to harness a strange enzyme found in biofilm-forming bacteria to make precise changes to mitochondrial DNA. Thanks, David Liu. He's the guy who led this research. And his evolution hacking lab at the Broad Institute and Harvard University, they've pumped out a series of groundbreaking DNA-altering tools over the last few years. Now, this new system hasn't been tested on humans yet, and clinical trials are still a long way off. But the discovery opens up another promising avenue for treating mitochondrial disease. And finally, at number five, there's CRISPR's Nobel victory. Last, yes, but certainly not least, in October, they gave the 2020 Nobel Prize in Chemistry to Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna for CRISPR genome editing. It was both a stunning choice, because as a DNA-altering tool, CRISPR has only been around for eight years, and a completely expected one. CRISPR has completely revolutionized biological research since it hit the scene in 2012. I mean, since then, science published more than 300,000 studies using the tool to manipulate the genomes of organisms across every kingdom, including mosquitoes and tomatoes, King Charles spaniels, and yeah, even humans. It's cheap, it's fast, and easy enough for almost anyone to use. I mean, today, scientists can order custom-made CRISPR components with the click of a button. Who knew it would be so easy to change your genes? And two, this win also broke another kind of barrier. Doudna and Charpentier are the first women to win a Nobel Prize in the sciences together. And... Nobody really knew who the prize would actually go to, because credit for the creation story of CRISPR, it's still a matter of hot debate and litigation. But after she heard the news, Jennifer Doudna said, Many women think that no matter what they do, their work will never be recognized the way it would be if they were a man. I think this prize refutes that. It makes a strong statement that women can do science, women can do chemistry, and that great science is recognized and honored. In other words, she continued, women rock. We couldn't agree more. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Some people take the straight path in life. 
But at Arizona State University, we respect your twists and turns. They make our online students more driven to excel in their professional lives. That's why our personalized suite of services empowers you with innovative resources and staff that sticks with you. Make your next turn with one of our 300-plus programs at ASU, number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Visit us at asuonline.asu.edu to learn more.